You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Mavs. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angsted, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com. And I am joined, as always, by the Zeke Elliott to my courtside seats, the editor of the Smoking Cuban. What you got for me, Isaac? Bro, I actually, it's funny you said that. I walked by, I had, I went and saw somebody at the end of the fourth quarter tonight, a friend that was in attendance, and uh, caught up with him real quick. We finished talking. I go down to the tunnel i'm walking to the press conference room i watch the end of the game outside of the locker room with the security guards and then i turn around and zeke's like right in front of me and zeke's like trying so two things that would have been funny if you ran into him because it would have been like up in like wall well it's just us in this hallway and then there's there's these three young guys at the end of the hallway like flipping out thinking i mean you'd think it's like madonna or something like i mean i don't know if young people would freak out about madonna well, okay, never mind. Well, they were just freaking out, these teenage guys. You'd think and... it would be Logan Paul or something. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> That's so great. So That's anyway, funny. Zeke goes by, and one of the guys sticks out his, like, his hand to a little fist pump, yeah. and Zeke pumps it, and dude, that dude just lit up. Um, but one thing, one thing about Zeke that I give him props, that dude stayed for the whole game. Most of these guys that show up for these games like that, like they all leave early. And for a Phoenix Suns game to where Isaiah right. Cannon was like the MVP, right. Zeke stayed the whole dang game and then left with his like woman. And but well, I, you know why just, they said on the broadcast why he was there. No, that no. Zeke's mom and that Devin Booker's mom are really tight, and so he came for he came for his mom. Oh, and so that's why that's why he stayed. And that's why he stayed. And I I tweeted a picture of him, and I just said, "When your mom says you have to go to church, and quote, we sit in the front row." <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't sitting in the normal, you know. Normally, the the main guest sits at half court, uh, like on uh, the weird scores table, like corner, like where Ro- well, like where Romo sits. Yeah, Romo in the set. But when like Romo sits at sets. when Romo sits at games, he's almost like part of the crew, like the broadcast crew. He's like over there on the yeah. Like the Cowboys always sit a lot of times behind the scores table, but like that one seat where like Bush sat. Yeah, that's yeah. normally where they play, place a lot of the main guests. Like Sean Marion sits there a lot. It's Zeke where the Lakers put before. Kobe Bryant and his family tonight um, during the Lakers game. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was gonna start off with something about that. So Nick, are you, how how are your emotions tonight? Can we get just a? I, I'm kind of worried about Nick tonight because it's Kobe night. Nick was in Kobe Land earlier today, and I'm wearing my Nick's Kobe in Kobe jersey. Land every day. I'm wearing my Kobe like, jersey under Kobe my, Land under is, my shirt. Kobe Land is a mental state that people can be in, and and that's what we're um, out every day. So excuse, let's just wait. excuse let's, me. It is a muse cage, and you will call it as such. Oh my gosh, the muse cage! But let's just dedicate the next ten seconds, fifteen right, give seconds, me, give me fifteen allowing, seconds, allowing Nick to share his feelings on Kobe tonight. All right, this is going to be my real life Kobe feelings in fifteen seconds. Ready? 
I was never that big of a Kobe fan. Kobe was always just <gasps> this. He was always just this figure for the for the Los Angeles Lakers that just represented the team more than any other player that you know could ever have occurred ever. And so he was always just your guy, no matter what. But dang, well, I was getting ready to make this. Statement, but I didn't. I, no- I never really loved Kobe that much. I was a Shaq guy when like- that first happened. I loved Shaq. I even got a Miami Heat Shaq jersey that's in my closet right now. So you don't have a Kobe jersey. Oh, I do. No, I have a Kobe jersey. I have an eight. <laughs> okay. Because I was going to say this, and it's not in any, like, this is expected because of who you grow up watching, but you were probably a big, bigger Kobe fan than a Dirk fan because you grew up a Lakers fan. I, I think I like Dirk as a player better than Kobe. I, I never really liked the ISO, like, gunner type guys. And I know I like Shaq, yeah. and so that's kind of a little, kind of the same. But, like, I. Because I was, like, more player guy. Like, I love Dirk, and Dirk's one of, one of my favorite players of all time. But, like, Vince Carter was always my favorite player of all time. And yeah. so, like, I was, I didn't know that you didn't care for Kobe that much. I knew you loved Shaq, but. So, have you got to see any of tonight's stuff? I haven't got to see it yet. Oh, yeah. But, I, I watched um, about to halftime of the of the game and uh, watched a ton of the stuff. Saw a bunch of it on social media. His uh, his family sitting courtside. I just think it's hilarious. Just Kobe sitting back, holding his one-year-old daughter, and just, like, nodding and smiling and laughing and clapping at the game. It's just uh, – it's so weird because you just – he was – he was, like – I mean, it's like, it's like Dirk, obviously. You, you – you, don't watch a Mavericks game without seeing Dirk and you wouldn't watch a Lakers game without seeing Kobe. And now it's been like that for the last, you know, two years. Yeah. It's just so odd to look at it. It's just cause I mean, 20 years you're, you're talking, I, I was like three years old when Kobe started playing for the Lakers. And so I just, I have no memory of the Lakers without him until now. And so that's, it's what it's This is a window of what it's going to be like with Dirk guys. So you, so you watch and it almost feels like, and we've had this a couple times with the Mavericks where, you know, Dirk's missing the game or, you know, the Achilles thing last year. It feels like a naked team. It just feels like yeah. you're missing something. Like you just, it feels like one of those dreams where you walk around and all of a sudden you realize you've been naked the entire time. You look down, you're like, holy crap, like I am wearing no clothes, which is like you're just, you're without something. And it don't, it feels like you're naked. It feels like a ship without a rudder. It just feels like it, it just feels like you're, you know, you lost something or there's something missing. So he's going to get a statue. My question. This is my question it, too. Will it go? I don't think this is your question. <laughs> will it go in Los Angeles or Colorado? So the better question would be what, what pose is he going to do? <laughs> what a stupid, no. what a stupid question. That was the <laughs> dumbest thing you've ever said on this entire podcast. <laughs> would it go in Colorado? You know where it would go? Um, okay. it, the statue, the little statue would would fit right on top of his wife's ring that he got it because that thing is like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like a that's like a looks like a half dollar size. I mean, it is just you could see it from space. Yeah, it is pretty massive. But no, serious question about about the statue though. We were talking about it in the locker room tonight. You know what number do they put on the statue? Eighty one. And then and <laughs> with Jalen Ro- with Jalen Rose under it, like cowering in fear. Earl K. Sneed had the had the greatest suggestion. He said they should do the 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 statue of the picture where he's pulling his jersey across his chest, and where Kobe's like doing that thing with his jersey to where it's like, and that would crinkle the jersey up to where you don't have to put a number, and it I don't know it would just that's a good like, idea. Or like, this so this idea. this is but, the real idea though. You put eight on the front, and twenty four on the back. Yeah. 
That was debated in the locker room, but we like no. Or you do one of those weird statues where it's like the front side is eight and it's young Kobe and the back side is 24 and it's Kobe facing the other way. Huh. Or you do a a double statue of one guarding the other. Whoa. Like the Jordan one? Like the Jordan yeah. picture? Yeah. We could do that. This so this oh, all wow. this all is relevant to the Mavericks because this, this is a conversation yeah, we're gonna okay. have for Dirk. It is, and I tweeted this out today. Dirk better get the freaking same stuff. Like Seriously. I, I realize, I realize Dirk is not nationally like Kobe. Kobe got had his five rings, like all that stuff. You know, he's higher up the scoring list, all this stuff. I get that, but still, Dirk should get just as much as what Dirk, Kobe's getting now. He should get his little hashtag. He should get the coverage. the The greats should be coming to the game to see it. Like all this. The like the media coverage today was insane, like I mean insanity, and it and once again I'm not taking away from Kobe for the Lakers. It's yeah. deserve it. Yeah, it's deserving. But like I feel like every national media thing. I mean, it was throwback highlights. It was Kobe Land. It was and we know Cuban them's going to go all out. We know like Victory oh, yeah. Park will be Dirk Land. Be like you know they I mean, they did a Kobe it. Land. <laughs> they did a Kobe Land today, yeah. and it was they like, they blocked off El Segundo, and they just like made it a Kobe like carnival. Yeah, so like they're gonna go. I just want like Dirk deserves the national media attention like Kobe's getting tonight, and he better get it. I don't think he will. He'll get some, and but just like the thirty K stuff, it didn't. Come on, that should be. Like, it lasted a day. In Dallas. Like I mean, it barely got coverage on. No, like LeBron. LeBron posted a video of himself watching it, and like a bunch of players did. So like, once the players start doing it, then other then other outlets will you know start like covering it and doing like that. Yeah, if LeBron there tweets, was a, then all the networks. come on, there was a bunch of stuff for the thirty k. No, there wasn't. There was. You're you're talking about the you're talking about Kobe and the Los Angeles Lakers, like. And his last game, the reason why I got so much coverage. Nick, don't do this on a Mavericks podcast. You're arguing Kobe for Dirk. No, right no, no. Now. I'm arguing. I'm, I'm just more. giving you the reason why it got an insane amount of coverage that just it, that drowned everything else in Twitter and you know everything because dude scored 60 points in his last game and like went out the only way that Kobe could go. Like it was. What if Dirk does that? Oh man, then it'll be great. It'll be awesome. I'm so excited. I'm excited to be there. I'm excited for that to happen, for Dirk to just go off, to hit like seven threes, to just, you know, do the three fingers in the air. Like, I'm so ready for that. I can't even, like, think about that that day. Speaking of Jersey retirements, I feel like this is a good segment. Derek Harper. Yeah, there we go. Got our own. Derek Harper. I know Nick and I had mentioned on the pod before that that was going to happen this year. We just didn't have a date. Uh, they sent out an official press release today. It will happen on January 7th, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they'll, they'll be playing the Knicks and, uh, at home. The Knicks, which is relevant, coincident not, um, that Harper played for the Knicks for a while. And so won a championship with the Knicks. It will be a special, uh, special moment, a special night. I'm excited for it. The press release said Mavericks greats will speak on his behalf. So, so Dirk um, and <laughs> Roe. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but uh, it'll be cool to see who all they can bring in for that. Cuban's going to talk. It'll be a halftime thing. And um, Nick, have you ever seen a jersey retirement? Did Derek Harper ever in play person? while Cuban was the owner? No, but they it, said Cuban's going to talk. Might so. have been like, yeah, no, there wouldn't have been any crossover with that. Coach Mata's going to be there, so that's cool. 
Interesting. Uh, yeah, who who's gonna speak? And then uh, the jersey retirement will be be interesting. I saw a uh, there was a jersey. This is so stupid. There's a jersey retirement for um oh for somebody this summer at the Wings game. They like what they retired like. Didn't they just get here? I know it was a coach. They retired this coach's jersey like all across the the WNBA. Uh, oh, dang it, I can't remember. Somebody somebody tweet me. I can't remember who it was, but but yeah, it obviously wasn't I, I, super memorable. But <laughs> I accidentally went to Reggie Miller's. Accidentally, like, was, like you just didn't know. <laughs> didn't know. My dad and I, like he got tickets. We went. Like we weren't big. We were never big Pacers fans. We just went for the opposing team every single time. And because it was like a six hour drive and all that stuff. And we get there and it's like halftime. They're making this big deal, raising his jersey. We're like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. Retire Miller's number. <laughs> Which is, that's like the biggest moment in their franchise history. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like, well, who gives a yeah, crap? Right? It's Reggie Miller. Like, <laughs> that makes me sad because that means there's going to be people like that at the AAC when Dirk's jersey gets retired or oh, stuff yeah. like that happens. There's always those people. Dang. Yeah. People in the suites. That are like the you know all the suites have TVs and couches and stuff in them, and sometimes if you ever get to like walk around like the platinum level, sometimes you look in some of these suites and there's these like business people in there. And they're just on the couch watching TV, watching Bloomberg. Re- I'm just like, what the freak <laughs> you doing CNN. at a Mavs game? And you're sitting there on a couch watching TV. You're That's, not even watching the game. It's the most expensive couch surfing that you've ever done. But anyway. You want to briefly talk about this Suns game? Oh yeah, didn't we? Did we ignore it enough? Did we? Did we ignore it enough times so we don't have to talk about it too much? So the Dallas Mavericks lose to this the Phoenix Suns, an inexplicable loss. Let's just put it that way. You're about to you're about to call the Suns something to this stupid of a team. <laughs> to this to this this team that's honestly the worst defensive team in basketball. Even though they have Tyson Chandler, like how bad can you be if you know you have Tyson Chandler who's still a serviceable NBA player, and <laughs> this team just has Greg Monroe got a DNPCD. I don't know, probably, but he didn't even play. Yeah, like him or Jared. Dudley I didn't even didn't think even about play. him the entire game. <laughs> I didn't think about I didn't, him. Entire, I watched him warm yeah. up, and I was like, I would literally watch him warm up, and I was like, oh man, he's thinner than I thought he would be. <laughs> and then I never seen him again. I never thought twice about it. But what a great thought for but, you to end on your Greg Monroe experience. <laughs> you know who else? Like, you know who else it, got a DMB? Jared Dudley. Yeah, Jared Dudley. Like both of them. I, that's a, that's like, a tank job right there. And like Marquise Chris only played eighteen minutes. I wow, mean, dude, played dude deserved minutes. to only play eighteen minutes. He was not good. He's a punk man. He is just. I, yeah. I'm out on him. We, 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 I feel like he's been a like hated on on the lockdown Mavs for a while. <laughs> like, we, we both hated on this guy. Well, th- one of the reasons why is because I watched him in summer league and he had the worst body language. Just like he expected, like he was, you know, I'm, I belong here. You know, I don't belong here. I'm yeah. too good for this. Like all this stuff. I'm just like, I'm out on you when you do that, you know. And then it, everything yeah. that I've seen from him since then, watching, I've watched the Suns even last year, way he too like much. Threw this Bogut year. down. <laughs> I remember him like throwing Bogut down, like having words with him yes. last year. Yeah, that like, too. Who are you, kid? Um, yeah, but no, I mean it was just. It wasn't, and it wasn't in a good way. Like Julius Randle going after like KG, you know, in his rookie year, like yeah. you know, not like that, or like uh, you know, Draymond and Dennis. Like it wasn't that. It wasn't you know where no. it was like good. Like oh, I'm gonna you know stand up for myself. It was like a, I'm just gonna you know like stand over you and just be you know stupid. Just be a punk. Yeah, yeah, it was just dumb. So anyway, we're out on Marquise Chris. <laughs> I want I want to point out their their plus minus. This is what's wild. Yeah. 
So the Sun starters. So weird. Chris, TJ Warren, Josh Jackson, Tyson Chandler, Tyler Eulis. They're plus minus. This is, this is minus supposed to be 17. their best players. You start your yeah. best players. <laughs> minus 17, minus 1, minus 15, minus 13, minus 17. Their entire bench, all six players off their bench, had a had a positive plus minus with Isaiah Cannon at a plus 26. Dragon Bender. Dragon Bender at a plus 20. Alex Man. Lynn a plus 16. Mike James plus 12. Like, come on. Like, this makes no sense. Dragon Man. Bender like, blocked the mess out of Yogi Ferrell <laughs> in this game. There, oh, my there gosh. Was some, okay, so I make gifts during games a lot of times, and I went like a quarter and a half, and I'm like, I don't even know what to make a gift out of <laughs> Like there was just nothing to make a gift out of. Like I was just searching to try to make something, and like I just couldn't. Like and then it the, was, the final minute gave you as many gifts as you could ever imagine. The final minute was fun, um, except oh, well, that last play for the Mavericks was just stupid. But I didn't want to say Troy Daniels' face uh, got smashed in, Oof. so that was. Uh, I thought that was gonna be. I'm bad, glad. I'm glad he, he came, came back, back though. Yeah. Like this was the two things. Troy Daniels and uh Isaiah Cannon, like they were both like getting served up by Devin and JJ, except they couldn't like stop him on the other end. Like Isaiah Cannon and yeah. JJ were going at it. And like they were they were getting frustrated with each other. Like Isaiah Cannon was getting so pissed at JJ. And I, I felt like Daniels got his ankles broke like three times on <laughs> from Devin. But yeah. yet they still had a positive plus minus and like it was just a weird freaking game, man. It was really weird. The Mavericks definitely should have won this game. Uh, if you look at, they basically just gave it up in, in crunch time again. I mean, it was really just lather, rinse, repeat. We're just doing the exact same show every every single post game. We were talking about the exact same things. Uh, but I went and I, I, I wrote down every single possession that they had in in clutch time. So let's just go over them real quick. You want to do that? Sure. Okay. Mavs clutch time offense. This is within five five points under five minutes. They have a lineup of JJ Yogi, Wes, Barnes, and Maxi out there, which, you know, is a pretty good lineup. Uh a contested ISO JJ three completely missed. As soon as he as soon as he threw it up, skin goes, Man, tough shot. <laughs> as soon as he <laughs> threw it up. And then uh Harp tried to say that he was going for a foul. I don't know about that. Then uh Yogi got the uh, the the rebound on that one, and uh, or and the next one, and then had pick and roll with Maxi. Shot an eight open eighteen footer, missed. So, you know, one out of two on that one. Then all of a sudden they went down by eight, <laughs> so it's not clutch time anymore. Then they came back. Barnes had that three that they looked at that might have been a two, uh, contested, missed that one. Uh, then Yogi gets the rebound, drives. Then he gets swatted by Bender in that one. And then uh, Barnes drives and finally scores. So it, I think that uh, sometimes the Mavericks, they settle for a lot of jump shots in these these clutch times. I think they just need to put on the deck and, you know, get some free throws. Because, I mean, they didn't have any free throws in, the, in clutch time at all. Well, out of the starting five of Dirk, Maxi, Barnes, Yogi, and West, they shot they attempted a total of five free throws. Yeah. And Dirk, Maxi, and West attempted zero combined, all three. So Barnes attempted one and Yogi attempted four. And those, that's for the entire game. Those are not guys that you expect to get free throws either, though. That's that's kind of one of the flaws of the starting lineup is that 
none of those guys unless you unless you're maxi you know trying like getting a, a board underneath the basket and going up like there's you're not you're not fouling dirt shooting jumpers you know yeah yeah and, and barnes was feeling it earlier i mean that first half i mean he was on it and he you could tell he was in a groove and he finished with you know he finished a plus 13 with 26 points um but it was just i don't know it's weird yogi had to play 43 minutes you know cleveland got hurt early in the first never came back was rolled out the rest of the game so i mean you add him to that i mean suddenly it felt there was a point where jj was in the locker room and there was only four guys on the bench and it looked super weird like it looked like so it was so empty and you know when you have a roster of like forty thousand guys above seven feet um you get really limited yeah (laughs) so yogi had to play 43 minutes but yeah it would have been really nice to have just like a young you know first year guy that really could use some minutes you know a guy that has shown some stuff like if if the Mavericks had a guy that has shown some stuff in the G League, like you know that had been playing pretty well, yeah, like a two, like a two, uh, two-way guy. Possibly. Yeah, I guess like a two-way player, just somebody that they had taken, maybe an undrafted guy that uh, went to With energy that's just dominant energy in the G League. Like that would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be just so great if they had a guy like that, uh, and it would be great if his name was Jonathan Motley. That would be really great. Yeah, it would be great if he was on the roster tonight, but nope. He was here's the thing. He was with the team at shoot around this morning. Then got sent down. Was inactive without the not with the team tonight. That has to and count as like, one of his days too, doesn't it? I don't know. I'm not for sure. I feel like but that has to count. But if it counts, why is he not on like Yeah, see that wouldn't make sense. Um but I will say I don't think um he will be with the team over the next couple games. So so, so in this game, uh, why the Mavericks were down so many players that Antonius Cleveland uh, ankle injury is that what they ended up calling it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, went down with an ankle injury. Salamedri had five fouls, and eventually, did he foul out of? At some point, no, I don't, he never I don't think he out. fouled out, but he he eventually got you know his five fouls, and <laughs> and uh, he got yelled at by the that that same official that he was yelling at enough. Uh, that Carlisle was just done with him. So the Mavericks were basically playing with nine guys. Um, yeah, it, it was just and so and Jeff Withy isn't going to get any play. So they you know, he's out of the line. He's out of the rotation. Uh, and, yeah, Dwight Powell only got thirteen minutes tonight, um, but he did have the worst plus minus on the team. Yeah, <laughs> so he didn't get any minutes. Obviously, Seth's out. Dennis is out. Josh McRoberts has never played and never will. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith is still out, so that Nerlens Noel is apparently staying away for a little while. Nerlens is still not with the team, and we do not know when he'll be back with the team. He's at. Um, I think he was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame today. <laughs> I think he. If I anybody knows where Jordan, that is, I think he was with Jordan Bell going to the media room for the Lakers. Because <laughs> Jordan Bell went to the Lakers media room and got a hot dog. And like nachos and something else. It wasn't during the game, but it was before. Wow. But but still, first um, first he d- throws the ball to himself and dunks, and then he gets hot dog and nachos. What is this? He is <laughs> destroying the integrity of the game. How dare he? I think Doyle tweeted out said Nerland started a movement. <laughs> uh, but no, I want to say it was almost like a tank off. It was almost like Phoenix is like 
screw this, y'all, Dallas, y'all letting us win. Because, like, at the end of the game, the Phoenix, I don't care if he's playing really well or not, but they're seriously rolling, like, Isaiah Cannon. Dude wasn't on a roster to start the season. <laughs> no, Alex Lynn. Like, they're rolling Isaiah Cannon. They try to get rid of Alex con- Lynn so many times. Alex Lynn is their they Nerlens. They just converted. They just converted Mike James from a two-way contract to a roster spot, and they're playing Isaiah Cannon over Mike James. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. And, like, there's – so, and then obviously they end up winning. But like, real quick, the last play of the game for the Mavericks, or like yeah. second last yeah, play. Yeah, I was going to go over a couple more plays before we do that. Oh, okay, okay. Go so, as soon as JJ hit, takes that three that was contested, <laughs> Carlisle takes him out, puts Dirk in. Uh, then Dallas full court presses, and it was kind of hilarious because they just it was basically just for show that they full court pressed. They just ran all their guys up, and then all of a sudden they just throw the ball over, and Len catches it at half court all by himself. <laughs> What's the point of that? And then Dirk blocks Len on that next play. Then Barnes uh, drives and gets blocked from behind by T.J. Warren, who who T.J. Warren had a great game tonight. Um, I like him a lot, by the way. I know you do. And then uh, then this is the play where West misses the three. Maxi gets the offensive rebound, kicks to Devin for a three that made it. And then West gets a steal. West misses another three. I mean, oh, that, that, that sequence was so frustrating. And then finally into the last minute, uh, where Devin inbounds the ball to, to Harrison, and Harrison throws it back to Devin. Did he get fouled? I don't know. Did he? Here's the thing. TJ Warren misses the free throw, okay? So then he makes a second, yeah. puts him up by three. So Dallas ha- like Dallas uses the timeout, their last timeout, their last timeout to advance the ball to half court. You're under, you're under 24 seconds, right? I forgot how much time was left on the cl- clock I at that remember. point. But here's the point. Like, you have no timeouts left. You got to go for the three. Okay? Like, that's, you just got to do that. Devin inbounds the ball to Harrison, and he runs right off Harrison's, like, shoulder. It's clearly a play for him to run off Harrison's shoulder and then drive the paint. He obviously drives the paint, you know, lose the ball, foul, all that stuff. How and i'm really i'm really really trying hard not to be the guy that's like acts like he he can coach a team and like rick's the professional like i'm not being that dude but it's it something just don't make sense why are you going for a 2 for 1 whenever you don't have a timeout so let's just say it all worked out let's say devin makes the layup then you immediately foul well guess what you can't do you can't advance the ball like you can't take a <laughs> like there wasn't a ton of time left, so they inbounds the ball. You foul them, even if, if they make both free throws, or even if they miss a free throw. You still got to take it the full length of the court. So, like, that's what I just didn't get. If you, I met, might understand it if you had a timeout, but no timeouts and going for two for one make no sense for me. Yeah, it. Unless you really just didn't want to go to overtime, and in the preseason, Rick's been pretty open about never wanting to go to overtime. <laughs> uh, you would hope that's not the case. Uh, yeah, you'd for, hope uh, that it wouldn't carry over. A, but right, it, season game. it definitely could have. It could have been one of those where Carlisle just goes, "Hey, let's just get out of here. Let's you know get out of here with the guys we have." I mean, no, I mean it's for real because I mean with Cleveland out and everybody hurt. I mean Yogi's already at forty three minutes. I love how we're you talking about Cleveland into... like he's such a big rotation player. Like, <laughs> but tonight he could have played seriously. I mean, so yeah, I mean it's just a stupid way to end. Like it just pissed me off, but. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, any positive things to say about the Mavericks? Harrison Barnes had a pretty good night. Any, what'd you say? Oh, yeah, Barnes had a pretty good night. I mean, Maxie played 30 minutes, so, I mean, 
Maxi had his, you know, he had eight boards and stuff. He played solid, I guess. He did but, things. Yeah, he, he only shot thirty percent, I mean, but he did things. I mean, hopefully, I mean, the big thing is for Dennis. I mean, we all want to see Dennis come back. Um, you know, I was talking with Earl, Earl K. Sneed tonight. I was like, man, it's crazy how we talked. We had a long talk tonight about diff- different things. We talked about how crazy it's been, like since training camp until now, and we were talking about just how things. Like at training camp, at media day, it was, oh my gosh, Seth and Dennis, the backcourt. Dennis is saying, Nerlens, this is a perfect guy center for me to play with, big man to play with. Like we were, it was just like media day, we were thinking, oh man, like Dennis, Nerlens, Seth, like this young trio kind of, and look where we are now. Like that's just, look what you Look what you made Um, me do, injury bugs. Look what you made me do. Did, uh, Did Earl tell you anything about the jerseys? No, no, he didn't tell me anything. He didn't tell you anything. Okay, yeah, no, no. I saw you post a picture um, of the hats, though. The hats are there. I might have seen what the jerseys kind of look like, but oh, the, the hats are on sale. There you go. The hats are on sale at the hangar. So um, that kind of surprised me. I didn't think that they would be on on sale at the hangar like right now. Yeah, I know they're at lids, but like with the team still haven't announced it. So hopefully after Christmas we get to see like a promo announcement and all that stuff. But, but no, real quick, we're talking about the dentist thing. And right after they announced the, the hip injury back a couple weeks, you know, feels like a couple weeks now, Seriously. you know, Earl tweets out a, a quote from Dennis saying, man, they're saying it's a mandatory, at least one game, but man, I, I'm ready to go. And it's like, now we're five games later. Yeah. And, but Earl was talking about like, that night in Milwaukee, he was like, I rode the elevator down with Dennis, and like, he said Dennis was like really hurting, but yet he was still saying, I'm ready to go, I want to play. And like, he's just talking about how much he admired that of Dennis. But, uh, but no, I mean, hopefully we get to see him. He went through shoot around this morning, um, so before the, before the Phoenix game, Detroit, you know, that's our last home game before Christmas. Hopefully he can be back for that. We hope so. That's the hope. That's the prayer. This team is uh, it's pretty hard to watch without Dennis. What are we at now? 22 losses? 23 losses? 23. 8 and 23. 8 and 23. Bruh. Bruh. So. Well, <laughs> 8 and 23, and thank you still for listening to Locked On Maps. We really appreciate it, guys, because uh, the season's getting a little rough. Uh, we're definitely going to move into some draft stuff pretty soon because this, uh, this is worse than last season at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, worse than last season, but draft stuff should be uh, should be fun. And I was just I was just thinking tonight. I know we've mentioned it before, but just that the possibility of seeing people like Trey Young come out of nowhere, and that I, I love know, guys like that every single year. That one I always I always say there's one dude that comes out of nowhere that rises up draft boards. There's just always just one guy, and you're like, oh my gosh, oh like where did Porzingis come from? Or you know, or like where did you know? And some and a lot of like super into it draft people know about it, but like just dudes will come up, they'll come out of nowhere. It always happen. Out of nowhere, and it gives Mavs fans hope too, to where if Dallas does go on a run in like March or something, then you know if you're if Dallas is sitting there at pick six, it's not the end of the world. Like there's a very very good chance that a team if Dallas is sitting there at six. There's a very, very good chance that one team out of the five teams above them could take a chance on Colin Sexton or Trey Young over a Mo Bamba 
or maybe a worried team about Porter Jr.'s back or something like that. And then somebody like a Bomba or Porter Jr. falls to him at six or seven, and you're like, Okay. Imagine if the Suns went the Suns went with Trey Young and they have Booker and Young in the backcourt and it's just, they're just like jacking up all the shots. Well, I actually saw a mock draft the other day. Somebody already had one out and they had Phoenix taking Trey Young at like I don't know, it was like six or seven. Yeah. And I'm like, what? That would be like, so no. weird. I mean I, I, I kinda you know, whatever, but but no. I think uh I don't know. We'll have to really watch Mo Bamba. I just don't know. Okay, never mind. They're losing. I just I keep on saying I don't know if Dallas is going to finish with a top three pick, but they keep on losing games like this to the Suns. And they definitely have more make... talent than the rest of the teams in in this. They do, group. And it, whatever. But even though the 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 Kings are supposed to be contending, all right, guys. And I agree with you on Twitter that Seth does mean something. Yes, Seth does mean that. something to this team, uh, and I think he brings interest. There are some curmudgeons that that do not blink that do not uh. That are not interested in Seth Curry, but we are. Now, I have no clue what he'll bring in free agency. No None. earthly clue what, what kind of contract he would he will get, but um, we'll see. Especially that. at this point. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Again, you can follow me at Nick Van Exit. You can follow Isaac at Isaac Harris NBA on Twitter. And uh, you can go to our sites, Mavs Moneyball and The Smoking Cuban. Got a lot of good stuff. I posted the mailbag from yesterday. Uh, wrote a bunch of stuff on there, answered some extra questions. So if your question didn't get answered in the mailbag on the podcast, it probably got answered in the uh, mailbag on Mavs Moneyball. And uh, go check out Isaac's pieces. He's got a bunch of stuff all the time. He writes like a maniac. All the time. Also, shout out to Earl K. Sneed, who wrote 1,300 words on this game tonight. Like, man, shout out to that dude for grinding. That is a – whew, man. I don't, know if, I don't know if we spoke 1,300 words on this podcast about it. <laughs> yeah, we did. We probably did. We definitely did. Guys, thank you so much. Peace out. Boom. Forest forward. Dinner.